welcome to the Dermastore podcast. A chat about all things skincare, skin health. And if you're a real skin nerd, we, we hope, hope you'll, you'll join, join the, the conversation. conversation. Welcome to our second episode and happy new year to everyone. Hey, Laura, how are you doing? Good, thanks. And you, Greg, um, easing into things. Hey? Yeah. Before I kick things off, I think we should start a little podcast tradition. I thought it would be interesting to start each episode asking and telling each other what we used this morning. So you can go first. Okay, cool. I love that. Um, So what I used this morning was the Bioderma Micellar Water. So I just put it onto a cotton pad and wiped over. Um, And then I followed with a serum, a vitamin C serum. I I used the La Roche-Posay Vita C um, which I love. It's and I find it incredibly hydrating as well. Then I followed that with a, a moisturizer sunscreen, but I cannot tell you what it is, <laughs> and that's just because it is a product we're testing and for a potential launch sometime this year on Derma Store. But it had quite a lowish SPF, so I thought I needed to reinforce the SPF with it. So what I thought I would do is use my Huxley Moist Foundation. And that's got an SPF 50 in it. Ah, so yes. Always forget about that one. Double <laughs> whammy, which is, yeah. is so divine. Great. Um, and that was it. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I went for a run this morning and then just in the shower used the Exuviance Purifying Cleansing Gel, which is a great, it's actually just a lovely all-round cleanser, but also particularly good for combination skin, um, which I have. And then... Again, as well, I'm also we're testing a new brand, but um, it's an ampule serum, and I I think we used this maybe six months ago, and I forgot how good it was. Um, but we're about to launch this brand in the next month or two, so I used that, and it was really nice. It's a vitamin C antioxidant, also with hyaluronic acid, and then I had glow drops from Dr. Barbara Sturm in the office and the sun drops. And so I use those. Very, very cool. Those sun drops are a game changer. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, it just goes on so easily and it doesn't feel like you've put anything on. So uh, that's a real winner. Very cool. I'm really excited about this topic, Greg. Yeah, so am I. I mean, I think it's pretty relevant. Uh, we're sitting here in Stellenbosch and it's only about 40 degrees. So, um, yeah, the sun just feels like it's on another level at the moment. It's really intense. And what happened to me the other day, and it worked out perfectly, I was planning on going for a run straight after work and um, Sean cut his finger. So we got delayed. So delayed, delayed, delayed. And we ended up only getting onto our run at about 7, 7.30. And it was such a blessing because otherwise, if I ran at five, we would have literally melted into the sand. The intense heat is just, it's crazy how the weather is heightened. Exactly. And well, that leads me on to the topic for today. And I think Um, It's something that's on everyone's mind, especially at this time of year. And we're going to be chatting about going beyond sun protection and what that means and where we are in 2022 with regards to this topic. With us today in the Dermastall podcast studio is none other than our very own in-house dermatologist. Hello, Dr. Webster. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thanks. Good. How's the mountain biking going? No, it's going well. Still haven't. Uh, well, I had a fell off once, but I haven't fallen off again. <laughs> Good. I fell into a little river, but uh, it's luckily it didn't sustain any major injuries. No, but uh, I'm enjoying it. Thank you. So the risk-benefit ratio working out well. It is working out well. I'm just super cautious and yeah. put put my ego in the pocket and uh, just take it easy. 
And what sun protection are you using when you... I'm using the La Roche-Posay, the invisible mist, yeah. which is fantastic. So I ride very early in the morning, so and I, it's easy to spray onto your face, neck, all the exposed areas. It's not sticky and it doesn't attract any dust or dirt. Yeah, that's a really good one because I think it comes in a, what's it, 75 mil and it can be used over a makeup. So it can be reapplied during the day. You can live in your um, handbag. I love it. It's like my little pocket rocket. Yeah. And it's because of the size, like you said, it's it's really convenient to pop in anywhere and everywhere kind of thing. But I think, like Ian said, I love that it's just so easy to apply it's and kind of gets everywhere so you've definitely protected it's a good one to have definitely so we all know about the risks involved with the sun and being exposed to it and the damage it can do to our skin especially where we are located geographically here on the tip of africa so i'm going to jump right into my first question for you dr webster how much skin cancer are you actually seeing a huge amount um i've been in practice for 29 years now and the start of this year, I've never seen as many patients with skin cancer. That's and, scary. Uh, and often young people, I saw a young woman with a nasty melanoma on her back just in the, my first week of practicing. So it's huge. Look, a lot of this is damage that's been done many years ago. You know, right. some people in their 60s or 70s, it's two-thirds of a total sun exposure before the age of 20. Um, but this young woman, she isn't a sun lover. But she must have had a bad sunburn in, in childhood. So she had a nasty melanoma on her back that actually a sister picked up just in the swimming pool. I uh, love your, normally you're saying that you say as wives save lives. But in, in this instance, it was her sister that actually... Literally a sister saved her life wow. because her sister noticed this dark mole on her back. The sister who has had a melanoma had an appointment to see me, but she swapped the appointments. I gave an appointment to her sister and she's um, got, had a melanoma on her back. It's been cut out. Fortunately, it's not too deep, so she should be fine. But her sister has literally saved her life. Unbelievable. So what, what is it? I mean, what are the things that people aren't doing? The fact is so you've got the older patients you're seeing more of that have skin cancers, and you do get young people. But what are the basics? What are the things that we're not doing right in, in South Africa? Well, number one, I think, is... Uh, we talk about sunscreen, but number one is sun avoidance, your behavior in the sun. And when I drive around where I live, I still see people uh, jogging in the middle of the day. You know, when it's hot, I just don't understand it. So it's sun avoidance. Try and seek the shade. If you're going to go for a run or ride your mountain bike, rather go in the early morning or the late afternoon and try and avoid the midday sun. Uh, and then there is also sun protection. You know, wear the proper hat, wear the proper clothing, and also use good quality sunglasses because, you know, UV can also cause cataracts. So that's also important. And then obviously sunscreens, which we can deal with in more detail. So sunscreens is part of the story. Yeah. But I think we forget about just common sense and our behavior in the sun, which I think a lot of people don't maybe understand. I also like to emphasize the point of sunscreens particularly is that sunscreens should we're so accustomed to using it as a holiday application and we need to start changing people's mindsets and sense of 
become a daily habit. The sun isn't only out when you're on holiday. The sun's out every single day. I mean... It doesn't take a day off. (laughs) Exactly. So that's also my thinking is the way things are evolving. I mean, how much do you think climate change, for example, is having an impact on on, uh, melanomas, uh, skin cancers, and the way we need to protect our skins? Well, I think climate change is a major factor. So, in fact, um, the hole in the ozone layer gets formed in the Antarctic and it shifts up into the southern uh, southern hemisphere. And in fact, in September 2021, the hole in the ozone layer was the biggest recorded in 30 years. And the, the ozone layer protects us against UVB. And that hole in the ozone layer moves around, so you don't know if that hole's above you, you know, so causes skin cancer and causes aging of your skin. Yeah, and I think one of the things, though, is that, as Laura, you were saying, um, it's about getting people into the right habits. Um, I think some people think sunscreens are tacky things that might cause them to break out, that might cause them to have a reaction. The formulations traditionally haven't been great. So if you've had a bad experience, that kind of just is burnt into your memory and then you're like, oh, I don't need sunscreens, particularly men, I have to say. It's sort of a, it's not the most masculine thing in the world um, to to wear a cosmetic product every day, but it's actually a life-saving product. Definitely, and I find especially men with a slightly more olive skin, maybe more oily skin, they think they don't need a sunscreen or they've, as I said, they've had a bad experience, they get breakouts from it and uh, I think it's often the wives that try and convince the husbands to use the sunscreen but it's no use having the sunscreen and not using it so i think that's important is the education and also you mentioned about uh, sunscreens in the holidays but just driving your car to work the longer the uva comes through the car window and so if you're driving to work long distances to work in the car you should be using a sunscreen and also on a cloudy day people think because it's cloudy you know you're not going to get uh, burnt but the uva comes through the clouds and that can age your skin and cause skin cancer. Uh, a very famous image that we often use and reference, Dr. Webster, is that um, truck driver from America. Yes. That is the perfect way to show how damaging UV can be. Because he was an American, actually d- drove, I think he used to deliver milk, a dairy truck. And it's, it's, it's that photographed all over the world. And how the right side of his face has been destroyed by UVA coming through the glass of, of his van. Maybe I'll make it the podcast cover for this. <laughs> so we can actually... Hopefully that will frighten people yeah. enough. But the problem is the sun is an invisible enemy. And that's the issue is that when you lie in the sun, it feels quite good. And then you only see the accumulative damage later on in life. And that's the problem is you're not seeing the damage uh, immediately. So people are not taking immediate action. As Dr. Webster often tells us is it's too late. Yeah. And we don't... So we're not preventing it and stopping it early on. Um, so it's these habits that we need to start instilling from a young age, I think, um, and practicing daily. Yes, exactly. It's like, it's like brushing your teeth. You should use brush your teeth and then put on a sunscreen. Dr. Webster, when you look at a sunscreen, I mean, what are you looking at in terms of formulation and that sort of thing? Well, obviously, you must have the right sunscreen for the right skin type and what the occupation is, uh, whether you're applying it over a small area or a larger area of your body. So I think it's very personalized. 
But I think people with darker skin prone towards pigmentation, that's where they should choose a sunscreen that's got a visible light blocker. And I think that's a lot of research is coming out now about that. But I think it's to try and choose a sunscreen that you can afford and that is personalized to your skin type and your occupation or hobbies, etc. Or whether you do water sports, you want a water resistant one, do you do land sports? But we've got a brilliant landing page that Greg has done on Dermastore where you can see all those things. You might just want a, a mineral-only mm. filters. You might want a chemical filter. But it's and all there. Obviously, get the DNA repair enzymes for maybe more skin cancer-prone patients. Yeah, de- definitely. So you get topical uh, chemicals like photoliers mm-hmm. that help actually repair the DNA. So it's not only preventative, it helps repair DNA. And that's been a major advance, especially for preventing solar keratosis or actinic keratosis or non-melanoma skin cancer. But also we do have products like nicotinamide, which is vitamin B3, taken at a dosage of one gram a day, can reduce uh, the incidence of actinic keratosis and also non-melanoma skin cancer. Uh, the problem is to get it at the right dosage. And Dermastore, have, we have formulated um, 500 milligram capsules that you can take one in the morning one at night that's excellent and so can we understand the parameters now of ingredients but i think mostly when consumers purchasing a product they're looking for how it feels on the skin yeah and how it looks on the skin mm-hmm. so i think the white cast element is yeah. huge yeah and i think that's where brands like la roche posay have really come a long way with the invisible formulations you know you can choose for your skin type and it's invisible but maybe moving on just in terms of technology i mean i think developing a sunscreen is probably one of the hardest things any manufacturer can do for all the reasons that we've mentioned because it's so personalized and obviously you need to back up all your scientific claims um, with a lot of testing. Um, L'Oreal probably employs, I don't know, a few hundred PhDs just to, to run their R&D on sunscreen development. Where are we going with UV filters? Because obviously there's a spectrum. Mm. Um, where are we sitting in terms of that spectrum? Well, obviously the original sunscreens protected mainly against UVB and they use some of the older what we call organic filters. Uh, and there's been a bit of a shift away those sort of those older organic filters because the FDA is querying the safety of some of those products. Although we're not, sh- we're the, the jury's out on that. So I think you know companies like L'Oreal have developed some fantastic filters over the years, the Mexeril SX, the Mexeril XL, and coming out of L'Oreal soon will be Mexeril 400, which covers long UVA. It'll cover 380 to 400 nanometers, which nobody has ever been able to do. So I think, as I said, the sunscreens have evolved from protecting UVB, UVA. Now it's going to be higher UVA, visible light. Like there hasn't been this 380 to 400 nanometers. None of the sunscreens, even the mineral sunscreens like zinc and titanium, don't get there. Wow, that's unbelievable. So I think they look at, they want to, so you want to cover everything. You know, so they really are the innovators in the definitely, field. Definitely. I attended the EADB conference remotely last year, and they presented this data on the Mexeril 400. It's not available yet, but it will be available shortly. Dr. Webster, what do you think the, the final take-home message is about wearing sun protection? And what... 
What can we do as South Africans to make sure that we, we don't fall short on protecting our skin? Again, I think the three things is the sun avoidance, your behavior in the sun, just do common sense. The sun protection, the hats, the sleeves, the sunglasses. But there is basically no excuse not to use a sunscreen now. There is a sunscreen available for you. And I think we must just use it. Don't let it sit in the cupboard. Just use it when you're driving that car, when it is an overcast day. And obviously when you are doing sport, that's where we tend to say, okay, I'm going to go out for a ride on my mountain bike. Now I must put it, but use it at those other times as well. And I think... As we've said with how sunscreen formulations have advanced so beautifully that it's not a cosmetic product anymore that is just for women to apply. Anyone can use it, male, female, whether you're a strong, rugged farmer or a golfer or you are an IT guy working in the office. You know, there is a sunscreen that is suitable for everyone. I agree. I think that broadly covers everything for today's episode, pun intended. Don't forget to subscribe if you're keen to learn more about what we have to say. We would also really love your thoughts, ideas, and any questions you have for future episodes. You can email us on pod at dermastore.co.za.